0: The VC show is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. The greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, but you must be 21 or older. The VC Show, let's go, doing the part with Rod. We got the sports on deck for our audience. Whether it's big news, hot topics, updates, straight facts, storytelling, breakdowns, some special guests. VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it the out. VC Show, let's go. Welcome to the VC Show presented by Caesar Sportsbook on Omaha Audio. Part 2 with Mike Conley starts now. Let's take a trip. Let's go back, man, for a little bit, man. You know, um, dang, you were drafted in 2007. I don't
1: even say it. Uh, yeah. 2007. That long ago. I know that's a long time, man. I I can't, I can't even believe Wait it. Wait a minute. So
0: 2007?
1: Yeah, man. You're okay. 17, man. Coming up. We're going, I can't believe it. That's crazy. crazy. I know.
0: And in that year, uh the team traded away their franchise player. I I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh you come Me in. What do what do you, <laughs> <laughs> what, do you what does young Mike Conley remember from that day? So it was it you were already you already were already drafted?
1: Yep. Yep. I and, was already and then, I was already drafted. Um, uh, so when I got drafted, I'm like, man, you know, I'm one, I play with Memphis Grizzlies on, on 2k and NBA live all the time. Like, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of the team and, um, you know, got all these vets and Damon Stoudemire and, you know, Mike Miller, Brian Cardinal, oh, and Like I'm I'm excited about playing, playing on the same team as Pau and and literally like a month into the season it feels like it was a month okay that's what okay a month or so into the season like he gets traded and i'm like uh oh, man that's like i didn't know what what that meant like why are we doing that like he's our best player why would we trade him like like we're trying to you know win but apparently we weren't trying to win. we were, <laughs> we were trying to uh you know, re- retool this thing. So.
0: Position yourself exactly. <laughs> right. if you yeah. would. <laughs> re-
1: retool this thing. So um but no man, it was it was my first little bit of the league, my first little, you know, eye opening experience of the league. You're seeing your best player go off and and get traded and then and then obviously be successful in LA. Um to have the says he you did. Think? It was, it was <laughs> crazy. It was. It was. Did, did you know
0: you were going to get picked, drafted by the uh, Grizzlies? Uh, I I
1: didn't. Uh, not initially. I thought. Um, you know, I had did a workout with Atlanta. I did a workout, Memphis. I think, uh, Milwaukee or somebody. Was a long right time there. ago. So I'm
0: not expecting you to remember everything.
1: Yeah, I think Milwaukee <laughs> was right around there. Um, and I think I can't. Which team? It might have been Milwaukee or somebody that I felt like I was going to end up there. Um, and then the pick before that, the Grizzlies obviously chose me. So I was like, Oh man, like I wasn't expecting it. Uh, kind of kind of jumped the, the gun on it and, uh, you know, the rest is history. So was, it was, uh, it was, you know, match made in heaven for me, I guess.
0: And you, you go on to play all of these years there. What made grind city better yet, grit and grind so special with obviously Zebo, uh, T.A., uh and obviously uh mark what made that time so special like what
1: um
0: i think what was it like i mean obviously the the, the players and their personalities because i can i know their personalities what made it fun and being around them but right. like what was
1: right. it i think it, one being the personalities that the group of guys that we had obviously made um made it but i you know the grit and grind was a it, it was truthfully you know the, the personality of our team it was the identity of our team it wasn't just words it wasn't just something that you know oh we're gonna find something to to live by like we literally we all felt like we were like quote-unquote like outcasts and we were all put together as a bunch of guys that everybody said couldn't do anything like Zebo was coming from situations where they said he can't do this can't do that Tony same thing Mark being mm-hmm. you know Powell's brother and you know, not as good you know all these everybody had something and and we used it and we used it as you know like hey you know we understand everybody overlooks Memphis as a city as a team um, small market you know nobody gives us a chance if we're gonna go do something you know we gotta go out and earn it and we gotta fight for it we gotta be more physical tougher than you like have more heart like all that was what we lived by and uh, and it was cool to have a group of guys that all kind of embodied that seeing
0: what, you know, like, what it meant to the like every every night, whether we won or lost, like, and the love that we got in the city, like it was crazy, and everybody got their love from you know, but it was nothing. It, 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 let's this let's just get this clear. There was nobody got the love like Zebo. That was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that that was Memphis was his city. You know what I'm saying? But like Still the is. team and everybody, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't ever forget that. Uh yeah. it is his city. And and but it's just, it was amazing to to see, you know, because it's a small market and there's, but there's no other sport there. I mean, obviously, you know, the Titans are up the up the road a little bit, but like and they just embraced that city and and we were, at our time we had all the injuries you had got hurt and it was a point we were down to like out, out of the starters or the top six six eight guys we only had like right. three guys actually able to play at one point right but I'd never forget and you can I would like you to tell kind of the what the the origin and where this obviously it all started but I remember playing the Clippers one night. And it's going going back and forth, and all of a sudden a song comes on, and I'm like, (laughs) "What is going on?" And I look in the stands, and everybody's like, "Whoop that trick! Whoop that (laughs) trick!" I'm like, "What the? What is going on?" You know? And it was amazing to see, like it was kind of like a bond, like it was an understand, like, and it just it, it. I just come, like, it's giving me chills now. Like, cause I was just like, I remember it was like, it was just kind of like a, you were put in the trance for, for us as players. Like, and, you know, I was like, newly introduced to it as opposed to you guys who came from that playoff series. Right. With Zebo and um, Blake Griffin.
1: Right. Right. No, Tell that, me about that. That, that uh, like when you heard it, man, it was it was that what you know, what's understood don't need to ex- be explained kind man. of situation for the whole city. We we knew what it meant. Uh you were a newcomer to it, but um Yeah, and it and also,
0: I quickly understood. I'm like, bro, oh, okay. And then it was like, I yeah. mean, I get it.
1: I mean, it, obviously like you said, it all started with the, you know, the rivalry that we had um with the Clippers because we felt like we were playing them every year in the playoffs and they'd win one, we'd win one, you know, they'd come back and win. And it was just uh back you know, back and forth type of atmosphere. And, you know, obviously uh, Zeebo don't back down from nobody. And there's a couple instances where he got into it with Blake and a couple other uh, Clipper guys. And uh it just so happened that song was then played like, I mean, literally like a couple of minutes later uh, from, from when there was a little scuffle and you could have, you couldn't have told me everybody in that building wasn't on their feet and just, you know, <sighs> throwing towels left and right and just felt like we were at WrestleMania or something like It was, that's exactly what it felt. It like. was. uh, It was wild. So it was, it was a unique experience and uh, glad I was able to be a part of it for sure.
0: Yeah. And like I said, and then years after it's like, I, I I come around to be, to be a part of it. And you just felt like it, it puts you in another zone. Cause it's like, you hear a song, like you, we hear songs on the radio that everybody likes cool. But like you said, it was a understanding. It was kind of like, you understand when the national anthem is played, what you're supposed to do. Right. right. When you hear that song in the grind house in, in 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 grind city, you understood what time it was. And you kind of like, it just like it was run, it yeah. to your veins. And all of a sudden, it was like, cause I was I was there for three years. And so I was kind of like, okay, at some point, here it comes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it meant time it meant it's time to buckle up man it's time man. To, you know what I mean like it, me. it's time to sit, strap in and get ready because uh, you know normally they play it like right in fourth quarter or something like that where you know the games are getting right. tight Um, it, it, I exactly.
0: think it does a lot for the does a lot for the crowd but it does a lot more for us when we hear it say it again the, it, yeah what are some of the fond memories you remember from our time like I, I, I can remember some pretty uh, funny times but like
1: <laughs> man um there's a lot of them, but you know honestly, one of i mean something that we used to do all the time after practice, obviously was you know we'd always shoot, so me you and I would, <laughs> you, you do your uh yeah. what was it twenty twenty five twenty five threes you had to make a certain amount and yeah you get your first you get your first little warm up sh- uh two shot uh, yeah. two pointer and then you go back and you have to yeah. Run them off, get twenty-two or twenty-one, whatever. Five
0: shots and five,
1: yeah, yeah, five shots, five spots, five shots, five
0: spots. Gotta gotta make make twenty five. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I and I, bro, I still do that. Like after every single workout, I do it to this day. I promise you, like every single time, I I don't leave the gym unless I do that, complete it, or get close to twenty-five or twenty-four or wherever that number is. I'm trying to get to. But like, I remember like going home at night, like man, I. I beat VC tonight, man. I beat him today, man. I finally got him because bro, cuz I, I remember you used to hate that. You used to be like,
0: "Nah, I ain't do it no more." Right, cuz I couldn't some, win. You used to hate some of my games.
1: I I didn't like I didn't like cuz you I don't know what it is about you, but it's like you like you might be a little talented at the game. Like you can like shoot a little bit and like and like you can like do things like throw the ball one arm all the way down yeah. the court and swish it and like, dunk. like I get it. But like <laughs> I still felt like I could, I could, I should beat you. I should be able to beat him. I just never could. So I was like, bro, like this, this is. And just, when you did, like you were obnoxious with it. Yeah,
0: uh, I'll let you know. You did. I, I still I'll let you that. know. Do you remember <laughs> the one time we were working on the the post move with the with the bump for separation to the jump shot?
1: Like almost like the uh, the a little bit of the Dirk. Uh, Dirk whiskey kind of fade away off of that. So yeah. getting that shoulder into so him, creating a little goal. bit of separation. You know, I, I worked on it. I and you, you know, I, I I I use I it whenever use I get in stuff. trouble. When I get in trouble, I need I, I have to use it. But for the most part, man, I, I I uh I'm not as strong as I, you know, used to be. I used to you know, knock people <laughs> off of me.
0: <laughs> it's these kids now, what they eating, that's the problem. Right. You probably right. are. It's just what what's up with them. Um, exactly. I want to ask you about this, and I, I, I mean, a lot of people when they see you play. When did the floater with the opposite hand start? Like, bro, you shoot left-handed, but I know, and I, I remember guarding you wanting to block it, block your shot on the You like, yeah, right. You forgot, I shoot with the right hand. Right. When did that? When did that become a thing for you?
1: Uh, honestly, I've had it my my entire life, and it it became a thing for other people because I shoot left-handed um, and they see it being my offhand as my right hand. So it's like, oh, he's shooting photos with his with his offhand with his offhand. But I, to me, in my mind, it's my dominant hand. It's always been my dominant hand. My right hand is I'm right-handed in, in life, like in everything I do.
0: Because uh, you was, golf right-handed, right? I golf no, left you, and putt you right. You golf left and you putt right. That's right. Yeah, like you ass right. backwards, bro. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, ass I know. backwards. That's what you are. I know. I okay. do a bunch
1: of this, different Bunch of different things with both both hands now. But I think, you know, so I basically grew up playing the game of basketball with my offhand and mm-hmm. uh and learned how to be a lefty, basically. And and but in the meantime, mm-hmm. like if you ask me tomorrow or ten years from now to have a free throw contest or a three point contest, I probably shoot it right handed. Like it's not even a a question because it's the easier of the two. It's the one that it's like a natural motion. It's natural from Mike, the palm to the ball. You,
0: you, do, you do understand that you play in a professional sport when you probably want to be at your best and use what comes natural to you. Right. And you still shoot with your left. But you're going to tell us on the VC show that in 10 years, you're going to probably shoot the three with your right hand.
1: I'm not lying to you. I, I even I had to explain this to my my Timberwolves coaches who was working with me. We I said, "Watch, I will make 11 straight free throws, right right handed. I haven't shot a right handed shot in two years, and I switched them all. And it's because it just I, it, I don't have to think about it. Like left handed, I literally have to like set set my wrist and like put my elbow. Somebody,
0: in. I, I mean, I mean, I remember you used to always right. kind of just just to make sure you were always.
1: Right, I really had, I really got to work. Like, I really got to practice this and work on it and constantly do it. Like my right hand, I don't have, I really don't have to do anything. That's why, that's why the floater. Do you hear you know, what you're I'm, saying? <laughs> I know what I'm saying. I'm just, I can finally say it now. I'm, I, you know, I'm 35, man. And the scouting reports are out now. So who cares? So, um, like, I don't He's mind.
0: Stop it. Uh, yeah, they
1: still got to stop it, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you shoot a right-handed three in in the professional game?
1: Uh, for like a if it was a last second shot and somebody was like on my shoulder, like my left shoulder, and like I I had to get a shot off, like it was like a desperate
0: type thing. Here's the deal your last season, your last season. We'll, I'll, I'll we'll bring this up. You got to shoot at least 10 in the season. That's easy. 10 10? threes with the right, right hand. That's right, right. You don't have to, I mean, yeah, it's your last okay. season, bro.
1: I gotta make sure I'm shooting a good percentage first, though. Well, as long as I'm shooting like forty, I can I, can I can afford. To no, shoot,
0: it could. be – I mean, it could right? be. Yeah, it could be one of those. Like, you see somebody closing out, especially if you're on the right side of the court and somebody closing out, that's when you shoot. It. You're like, I shoot it left, you're gonna block it. You know what right. I'm saying? A hey,
1: real talk, though. Like, I get I get in trouble sometimes when I like I'll be driving and dribbling, and I go to pick up the shoot, and like my the ball will be like in both hands. And so like, I can't. I got. I'll be like, oh shoot! And I got like like maneuver it over to my left hand at the last moment to shoot it. And like sometimes Ass it gets pepper. stuck. It's crazy. You still
0: you, like listen to this. Like you, like, some people go sit here like, bro, wait,
1: just shoot with your right hand there. I know. I, I wish I did. Honestly, I'd, I'd be a much better shooter. <laughs> a much better shooter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words: Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports, and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire.
2: 21 and over must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, DC, Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP, licensed to the Horseshoe Bossier City in Harrah's, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1 800 270 7117. New York, call 877 8 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY to 467 369.
0: They call it running a business for a reason. Because every day feels like a sprint to the finish. It takes a lot of work to make it all work. But with Clover and Merchant One, you're always a step ahead. Now is the perfect time to upgrade your point of sale technology. We make it easy to accept payments run your entire business, and sell more. Clover plus Merchant One, better business solutions. Go to clover.com slash m1 to get started. Kick your feet up, you can find us on all platforms. And that form, to so be the hottest on them platforms. Your family now, got to listen to what we talking about. The VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it out. The VC Show, let's go, let's go. The VC Show, let's go. I want to ask you something about Laurie Marketing, man. I, I've been impressed with him. What are your thoughts on him, man? I, his growth—you could see it. I want to say last year, and where he was playing, and then he got hurt. He comes over to Utah, and you can just see newfound confidence in yeah. him and his game, man. Like, what is it like? How? I mean, what is it about Mark Laurie that you like, and you've seen in his growth?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I think we started to see it in the summer when he was playing uh, for his national team. He he was able to to kind of be the guy and, uh, you know, start to, you know, get reps in that role. When he got to Utah, uh, he got in there and I'm like, man, who is this? Who is this guy? Like he's, you know, seven feet playing like a a guard and can, you know, has a high IQ can shoot from anywhere. Uh, He's, he's a lot more physical than what people give him credit for. Uh, He's, he's, you know, tough to defend and um and, and I think couple that with what Will Hardy was able to to you know scheme around him and, and you know the talent that he put around him and uh, it was the perfect match for him. So he's he's
0: been great. It's amazing what confidence and health would do for a player. You know, obviously confidence is is, is the thing, but like when a guy's healthy, you don't really have to think your way through the game and, and that may sound weird but sometimes like you start tend to think like if you have an injury, let's say an ankle injury, you tend to worry like, can I plant off the, can I do this? And then right. when you're carefree and you're, you have a clear mind, that's when the player is really dangerous. And I, I thought you could see his confidence, like the way he attacked the rim, the way he would go at bigs, the way he would go at the best players. Like it was amazing. And, you know, he deserved, you know, everything he, he he's gotten this year.
1: Oh man, he was ducking on everybody, bro. It was crazy. It was, it was, it was fun, fun to watch. You just gave him the ball in a transition or anything. He was like one, two dribbles and he was in the air. Uh, Super impressive to see him go from where he was to, you know, I think he was an all-star starter, I believe this year. So Mm -hmm. that says a lot uh, about him and, and the time he puts into the game.
0: All right, we're going to get to one final question about this. And we're going to have one fun question that I know you're going to really enjoy. Wolves and Mavs are going to be in Abu Dhabi in October. Are you looking forward to that? Because last year I got the opportunity to go there and I'm hoping I get that call again. Um, But yeah, are you looking forward to, to, to time in Abu Dhabi? Uh I am. You know, I've never uh have you have you ever cause you're 'cause you're you and uh, you know,
1: I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I have never been. I've never been um to that part of the world. You're in uh, for a treat. Yeah, I would love you're in I'm, for a treat. I'm excited. We're we're starting to you know kind of try to get it, you know, look, look into things and like what's, what's around the Dubai and all the things that are close around and just trying to see. Close.
0: Dubai's not that close. It's, it's close, not that close, but it ain't that close. Oh. It's okay. close. You enjoy your time in, in Abu Dhabi. If you get a free time, free night, whatever, go, I, I, I say, you know, take a trip over there, bring your clubs.
1: <laughs> bring Some your clubs? It's,
0: it's, it's good golf out there. Really? Really. I play it every I'm day. That,
1: they're there. They're already on the plane, bro. I'm there.
0: I play it every day. So, oh, yeah. yes. Lastly, I want to talk about little golf. And I know you, you know, your love is, is golfing, you know, you said you like a one handicap right now. So
1: no, don't do that.
0: Oh, my bad. Okay. You're three. <laughs> my bad. My bad. One, three. What's the difference? <laughs> uh, how hard is it to maintain that handicap throughout the season? One.
1: Uh it's it's impossible. You know, I'm I, I'm a I'm a I'm like a ten or eleven when I get done with the season. Like when I first come back, I'm like I can't hit the ball off.
0: Yeah, I was about to say it's like four. Like what's going on? Right, right. How yeah, they look at me. It, and... How long yeah. does it take you to kind of get back in the form? Uh so like where you are to like a low, low, low handicap.
1: Shoot it's getting it's getting better nowadays like last few years i've got i've kind of hit my stride a little bit earlier in the off seasons but uh probably like you probably plan during the season more (laughs) i'm not planning the season at all not a not in minnesota i'm not (laughs) going
0: that's (laughs) a fact it's gonna be
1: too cold but um no it's uh you know it probably takes me about two two weeks of just like literally like straight practicing like i'm hitting balls and not playing any rounds, really, just kind of hitting balls and getting lessons here and there, and just trying to dial it in for when I do play. I I feel better about myself, and that's what I did this this off season, and I've been playing decent so far. Uh, I, I might be ready to to golf with you at some point, whenever I get that call. Chill.
0: Stop it, uh, for sure. So we're gonna have to put the word out for you to get you in Lake Tahoe at the t- and for the Tahoe tournament because we definitely definitely need more basketball representation there. I know Steph and Iggy, and there's there's a few Kyle Lowry and we have uh, Ray for, has been a time, but we definitely, uh, you know, with this one handy, sorry, three handicap that you have, we definitely got to put you on display out there to get you. So I am lobbying for you as you see right now, being a friend and teammate, I'm lobbying for you right now. Um, And hopefully Steph or Barkley, Charles Barkley is another guy who who's out there who represents Chris Weber. Uh, Caruso was out there this past year, so we oh, need a little man. more representation of the sport. But Charles Barkley would be the guy to talk to because he hosts; <laughs> he's the host of this tournament every year. Oh. So uh, yeah, so he will be the guy to get you in. I think you would do well.
1: Um, I appreciate. it. I need help. I've been trying to do it for a while, so I need to, need
0: to. All right, but no, we got to start putting it out there. You know, so it took me a while. I I was fortunate enough to play in Sacramento where we're close and ran into some people. I was like, yeah, I do play golf. I I, I do. <laughs> I, I really like it a lot. Would right. I play? Yeah, absolutely I would play. And then here we are <laughs> five, six years later. So uh, for sure, we're going to have to put that out there. We're going to have to actually tag them in, uh, for this episode just so they see it, just to hear this right here for you. Man, I appreciate you once again, man. Uh, you have a good one. And we're going to make sure we can get you on that Lake Tahoe tour. So you guys stay tuned, y'all. Appreciate everybody listening up. The VC show, we out of here. Let's go.